Ladies and gentlemen, it's your buddy Gavin, filibuster freestyle. We are back. It has been way too long. I literally believe it has been almost probably three weeks since we put up a podcast here on the filibuster freestyle. That's just way too long. February is a crazy time of year. Also, a few crazy things have happened, which I'm going to get into on the other side of the theme song. All I really have this week for pre-announcements is coming up very soon, not on this pod, but this week, hopefully, our buddy Dan Ruddle, who just turned 40, had a big party last night. Um, he wants to talk about the end of season three of True Detective, and so do I. Um, so many things went down in True Detective that were unforeseen. And if you check out the last podcast Andrew Patterson and I did, which was episodes one through six of the eight-episode season, it's amazing to see where Andrew Patterson and I were after episode six and where we ended up two weeks later after week eight. So Dan and I have had a week to think about it, and uh, we're going to do something very quickly this week. But uh, aside from that, March Madness is coming up, which means Jeremy Johnson from Man Cook Good is probably going to be coming back to give us his bracket picks based on food instead of basketball talent. Probably means Roscoe P is going to get back in the mix, too. Roscoe P uh, gets very busy during the winter as well. Hasn't been on in a while. He's always been a staple of our match, our March Madness podcast. Um, we've also got some rock and roll Hall of Fame stuff that's well overdue at Roscoe P as well. So anyway... FilibusterFreestyle.com is where you can find us. Also, you can find us on Instagram, FilibusterFreestyle, or you can follow me on Twitter, at Gavin Viano. Uh, here comes the theme song, and then I will tell you what we're doing today on the other side of that. Thanks a lot for listening. All right, ladies and gents, as I said before the theme song, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do today. Also, if you read the title of this, which is Best Man Speech Podcast Episode 4, I slipped in a nice little AKA, which is how I popped the question, which means if you're listening and you're like a closer friend of the show, maybe a pundit of the show, or many of our pundits at least, you know that yours truly got engaged um, recently, about a week ago. Um, some of you may even have listened to uh, our pundits over the years and know that pundits in Harrington is the person who said yes. So uh, some people have asked to hear that story of how it went down. And I'm just going to tell a very quick version because um, the other night here in Charlotte, we were, we were talking to our buddy Peyton Gallagher uh, and, and Peyton had said, hey, this, this you know is a good podcast topic. So I don't have a guest this week because the aforementioned Dan Ruddle um, had that big birthday party last night and is unavailable today to podcast about True Detective Season 3's uh, finale. So I want to tell you how this all went down. So number one, um, I had to leave town. I've been incredibly busy the month of February. always am. So needed to get this engagement ring sent to me before I left town. And it was coming from out of town. So it showed up in the mail, um, and it was supposed to show up on a Friday. And Friday came and went. Nobody at my building told me I had it. Wasn't in my mailbox. 
wasn't in the Amazon hub thing. For those of you who don't know, by the way, Amazon, if you live in a big building, they have this thing called the hub, which basically is like a giant kind of mailbox system where Amazon just drops out packages for you, send you an email, you put in a couple buttons, they give you your package. Um, so it wasn't in the Amazon hub, unofficial sponsor of the week. Not that Amazon needs any help. <laughs> They're killing it right now. Don't really need filibuster freestyle to vouch for them and their services. But anyway, um, U.S. Postal Service, you know, didn't send me a note. Why would they? Um, the people who sent me said package, the ring, didn't say otherwise that they didn't deliver it that day. So had a busy weekend that weekend. Uh, Monday was going to look for it again, but I remembered it was President's Day. So I'm like, oh, crap. Like, can't look for it today. There's no mail today. So I go down in the morning, Tuesday morning, day after President's Day. And I'm like, hey, man, have you guys gotten a package for me? Because I asked the people who sent me the ring, did you guys ever send me that ring? Because, you know, for those of you who probably have gone through this and, and purchased uh, an engagement ring, they're not usually the most, uh, they're not usually cheap, slash, they're pretty rare, slash, you put in a lot of time and thought. So the last thing you want is it for, for it to not show up or for it to be sitting somewhere in your building and nobody tells you. So I walked into the office down there. I said, hey, man, like, have you guys gotten a package for me in the last few days? And he's like, did you get an email from us? I said, well, no. I said, well, then you didn't get a package. Okay. But the people at the place who sent it said that I did because I checked with them this morning. And he's like, all right, well, all right. Well, you didn't get an email from us. I'm like, well, can we just look? So anyway, we go and look in the mailroom, and it's not to be found. Is it, is he, he says, is it a big package? Is it a little package? And I said, dude, I don't know, but I just, it's time sensitive. I need this thing. And he's like, I, I just don't have it. I mean, we'll send you an email. So then we're, we're, we're walking out of the mailroom, walking past his desk in the front lobby, which is open for business to like anybody who walks through there. And I'm like, uh, okay, well, please let me know if it shows up because I've been told that it has. And he said, absolutely. So totally will, man. Sorry. Have a great day. So I'm walking outside and walking across the street to go over to my car. And all of a sudden he says, my apartment, he comes out and he says, hey man, do you say apartment number, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah. He's like, oh man, that package is on my desk. <laughs> Bro, what? So my man had the package on his desk for five days. Never called me about it. Never emailed me about it. Didn't put it in the mailroom. And then when I came down to ask him about it, had us look all around for everything. So, bottom line is now I have it, but I'm already supposed to be at the airport. I'm late for my. I'm gonna be late for my flight. I have this package in my hand. I'm leaving for five days, and I knew I could. I, I knew I couldn't leave it upstairs, because this dude knows that whatever's in this package, I really care about. So I decided to bring it to the airport with me. But I packed two bags because I had to go on two consecutive trips. So I left one of the bags locked in the trunk of my car, locked with this package, the ring, at the airport for like 48 hours. And I went to Cleveland, and I've never been so nervous about my car being parked at the airport as I was during those 48 hours. But basically, I was just thinking to myself, there's a zillion cars at the airport. The chance of somebody stealing my car, I mean, not great, still doable. So when I got back from Cleveland, couldn't have been happier about just having the car there and obviously check the trunk, check the bag, check the package. It all was there. So that was great. So got through the hard part. But 
two advice pieces for those of you out there doing this thing. One, check with your building earlier. Don't take their word for it that nothing's, nothing's been received. Two, whoever the person is who's checking the mailroom, ask them to check the, the top of their desk, just in case. And three, even though it's probably going to be a little bit of a weird hassle to bring it with you to Cleveland, take the darn package with you. Don't leave it in your trunk of your car. But I did all that. So now it's burning a hole in my, it's burning a hole in my pocket now that I have it on me. So then I go to Rhode Island for another work thing. And bottom line is I had to like sneak this thing around. And my plan was to do it Friday night um, after parking the car in Boston on the way to a place where uh, the first time that Pundit Cindy Harrington and I had reconnected, which is like two and a half, almost three years ago now. Um, we were, that place happened to be right near the garage we had to park the car in. So I was going to like walk there, say, hey, we should go there for like a pint of Guinness or something, but then potentially like pop that question on the way there. But then we got back to Selfie, 1 a.m. Well, the bars closed at 1 a.m. in South Boston. So had to wait till the next day. This is just the express version of the story. But the bottom line is, wake up the next day, realize we've got a number of things to do with a number of family members and friends who are planning to see us anyway and had wanted to already have this thing done so it could be kind of a celebration, but it's not done. So now there's like no elaborate plan. There's no, you know, it's cold out, it's winter, it's February, it's the Boston area. So the bottom line is sitting there watching TV, you know, kind of like just lounge time, pajama time before, before going out. I go in the back, I grab the box, and I put on like a hoodie with pockets so I can kind of like have my hands be free, but also have the, 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 the package, the ring, my disposal. So anyway, pun in Harrington, eating an RX bar for breakfast, that's fine, very healthy choice, by the way, RX bar, another filibuster freestyle, unofficial sponsor of the week. And I said to myself, okay, well, once she finishes the RX bar, I'm gonna find the opening here to, to ask, to pop, the, to pop the question, as they say, right? So then, Pun is in here and starts drinking her coffee. And I said, okay, well, that's fair. You know, you have your breakfast. You want to have your coffee. That's okay. So then, I don't even know where it came from. Pun is in here and starts drinking a stop and shop raspberry and lime seltzer water. And so finally, I'm just thinking to myself, man, we are running out of, run- we are running out of runway here. I need to get this thing done. So I said, hey, but she's holding, <laughs> she's holding the can of seltzer just as she held the coffee cup and just as she obviously was holding the RX bar. So now I say, can I have a sip of that seltzer water? So I take a sip, I put it down on the coffee table, like out of her reach. And she's like, hey, I was drinking that. And I was like, I know, but when are you gonna be hydrated? Because it seems like you're drinking a lot of stuff. So finally, after she was properly hydrated, uh, basically, I'm not gonna, I don't know if I can even really remember what was said, but the preface was, well actually, really, back up really quickly. We said the week and a half earlier, because we weren't going to see each other, because we live in two different cities, that no Valentine's Day presents, because we missed Valentine's Day. But I had said, there is a Macho Man Randy Savage t-shirt. It's the purple one that he used to wear back in the day that says Macho Man on it, and basically it's a purple shirt with with the Macho Man sunglasses, and it just says Macho Man on it. It's a phenomenal shirt. So she got me that shirt. So that Friday night when we got home, she gave me that and couldn't have loved it more. So I came out wearing this, this hooded sweatshirt, but I have the Macho Man shirt on. And I'm like, I really love this present a ton. Thank you for thinking of me for a non-Valentine's Day present. 
Then I said, as my dryer goes off, buzzer beater, because the dryer, of course, is near the studio, because you got to have fresh clothes. Anyway, I said, hey, when I was in Cleveland, I got you a present. And she's like, what? And I'm like, just kidding. Boom, here's this ring. And by the way, this thing has been burning a hole in my pocket, because the dude at my building held it for five days, didn't tell me, had it on his desk, could have been taken by anybody. And then I had to go to the airport. She didn't care about any of the details. Anyway, short story, long story, the whole story, she said yes. And everybody's like, when's the date? Okay, this brings me to my next thing, which is why I'm filing this conversation under the Best Man Speech Podcast series of the filibuster freestyle, because it's like wedding related. But this is some, two things. Two things you don't know before you buy a ring, ask somebody, they say yes. One of them is that 70% of the people who either hear the news and congratulate you or you tell, the first thing they do, 70% of the people, after saying congratulations, is ask you, when is the date of the wedding slash have you set a date for the wedding yet? And of course, some function of, and where is it gonna be? As the buzzer goes off again. I'm not gonna get up now, I can't do it. Anyway, bottom line is, most people probably are gonna say the same thing that we've been saying, which is, don't know the date, don't know the location, probably gonna be in Boston. I don't know if most people say the third part there, but they probably have an idea of like, we're probably gonna do it over here, over here. But anyway, I just don't understand why everybody thinks that after, like think about the things I said in the last five or six minutes here. Had to search far and wide for something that I'd already bought that was shipped to me because I couldn't get there because I'd been traveling on business and they were just like, we'll send it. Then my, office in my building doesn't give it to me for five days. Then it's locked in a trunk for two more days. Then I'm smuggling it around Rhode Island so no one knows what I have. I don't mean like the police or anything. I mean like my friends and family. Then I'm smuggling it around so no one knows that I'm about to do this thing. So I, all I'm thinking about is how do I get this place, how do I get out of this place with this ring safely and then get it to where it's got to be for the question to be asked and get it away from me? How do I get this purchase away from me soon as possible in the most appropriate way as possible without ruining the surprise. The last thing a person is gonna think about or know the answer to after that, third buzzer is a charm. The dryer's probably done. The last thing, and it is, boom. The last thing anybody's gonna know is the date of their damn wedding. Boom, that's all I'm saying. I have one more point. I pretty much think it's like, just, just, just resist the urge to ask people, when's the date? They don't know, and here's why. Because even if you know the venue, you gotta be a real type A person to have already called and find out the dates and book the venue before someone either asks you the question or you get a yes from the question that you're asking. Either way, you'd have to be borderline sociopathic to already have a venue booked and a date set. That's all I'm saying. All right. Filibuster Freestyle back later this week, hopefully, with Dan Ruddle. It is the month of March. It is crazy to believe it's the month of March. But anyway, for those of you who didn't care about that story, that's on you. For those of you who did, there you go. Uh, there's a lot more in there, a lot more to talk about, but that's kind of the version that I think we can tell on the Freestyle and on the Best Man Speech Podcast, a.k.a. how we pop the question. Filibusterfreestyle.com. And by the way, tell a friend about us. Do us a favor. Think of it as like a gift for the upcoming nuptials, even though no one has an idea when that date's gonna be. Tell a friend, and then follow us, subscribe on iTunes especially, Apple Podcasts, in fact, and on SoundCloud. But on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. 
help people find the show. All right, your buddy Gavin, Philip Buster Freestyle. Peace, we're out of here.